I was having a really fun conversation <laughs> with a friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about, um, like, the phases that teen, teen lit, chick lit, whatever you want to call it, uh, fantasy lit, uh, where, you know, first it was Twilight, and that was, like, the big thing. And then yeah. we moved on from vampires and werewolves to, like, post-apocalyptic dystopian yeah yeah like dystopian teen fantasy and so we were thinking about it I was like so what's like the the thing now but I'm not a teenager so I don't know and yeah. I was like well as an adult it's like Westworld so it's like Westworld and like Black Mirror so it's all technology based yeah it's all about how robots are taking over um honestly this is something I should know and I was very in tune with the YA uh, community back in, like, 2015 yes. when I finished writing my YA novel. Right. However, uh, I have since lost touch with that and haven't really read any YA in a while either. That's fun. So I guess I don't know any of those things anymore. Um. I feel like now it's, well, okay, going off of my Wattpad experience, it's like celebrity, like AU <laughs> style but stories. That's, that's been around, yeah, I, I guess but that the, is But they're like, like normalizing it to the point where a book like After got made into a movie, right. which is based on a AU fan, or like an, it's not even a fanfic, it's an AU story about Harry Styles. So they had to change all the names, and it became a best-selling, like, teen book, and then the book was, you know, great enough that they made a horrible movie. Yeah. But, you know, the sequel was supposed to come out this year, don't know when that's happening, but Dylan Sprouse is in it, so we gotta go see that one. We have to watch it together. Yes. <laughs> I've always found, like, real life fanfic like like fan fiction that instead of using characters from a book or tv show or something uses real people i found yeah. that very disturbing um yep, and is. yet i have written at least one installment of sam bama, <laughs> slash sam bama fanfic. so yeah, yeah yeah i guess i'm not uh as pure as i thought i was you're just a little bit of a hypocrite we all are it's fine I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the Rom Complex. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, I'll meet you at the meet cute, wearing a meat suit. That's a suit, it's made out of meat and you. making this podcast we are we're still watching rom-coms oh wait, no one can get us to stop no one though i no did one. at what point while you were watching this movie did you realize that you were upset to be watching it because <laughs> i watched we watched 40 days and 40 nights which yes. i remember from when i was like 
a kid or like a yes. teenager. And I've never seen this movie, so this was a first for me. Wow. Usually, I mean, it wasn't even like, you know, last week I was like, let's watch one. I didn't like that much. And then this was mm-hmm. like, no, I was literally upset to be watching this movie. Yep. Because 40 Days and 40 Nights, not even really a rom-com because there's no. the romance is very like very small part of it. It's a sex comedy, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a sex com. And I mean, that is a genre. Like you've got American is Pie that? and oh, Road okay, yeah, Trip right. or something. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. something about? Or like, Euro, no, Euro Trip. Euro Trip. Mm-hmm. You've got other ones. I was going to say male. And then I was like, no, that's not a sex com. <laughs> um, there's one, another one I think, like Super Bad is a sex comedy, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it's all about someone's trying to have sex and they're getting thwarted. But 40 Days yeah. and 40 Nights, he's trying not to have sex and he's right. getting thwarted. So that's a fun little uh, twist <laughs> that they put Inversion on Inversion on the trope there. However... Ugh. Right off the bat, this movie, yep. com- it comes out swinging. It really. does. It really fucking does. Shelby, you <laughs> asked the question and I'm giving you an answer. When did I realize that I did not like this movie? Um, I'm going to say within the first minute of watching it, if I'm being honest. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just like you have you ha- the very opening shot is just like you seeing this character. Uh, what is it? Josh Hartnett's uh, Matt character Matt looking at videos. It's like videos of his ex girlfriend, and yeah. then it's like he's at confession talking about this like the crack in his ceiling while he's bedding all of these women, and he's, I was just yeah. like. <laughs> He tells, is this a thing? <laughs> he tells his priest-in-training brother that <laughs> every time he has sex with a woman who is not his ex-girlfriend who left him, right. he has Nicole. a panic attack, basically. Mm-hmm. And his brother is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go talk to yeah. you. Like, you need to talk to someone about your emotions. Right? Yeah. Basically. There's something and then wrong he, And then he you. goes out and does it again. Like, that's the thing is that he's like, oh, like, ba- you're right. It's like, basically, he has a panic attack every time he sleeps with these women. And then he just keeps doing it. Yeah. Like, it, it, as if he cannot control it. As if the minute a girl looks at him, he will immediately have sex with her. And that's, <laughs> and, and then it happens. First and of then all, it happens. Every <laughs> single woman who meets him in this movie wants to have sex with him, or at least is okay with having sex, like would have sex with him for a bet. I think he or, looks so weird in this movie. He's, I, Josh Hartnett, I, weird looking, not yeah. funny. He isn't no. funny. He's he looks like a unibomber. I don't <laughs> like he does. Well, like you know what I mean. He looks like one of those guys that like lives in his parents' basement and like is probably on some kind of like extreme alt-right kind of websites and like has a few guns like he he scares me he does he does but except in this movie he's voluntarily celibate so he's not an incel we must have like i I don't know i was never into josh hartnett but i know a lot of people found him very attractive and what was his like big thing i i meant to look this up and then i didn't oh like black hawk down Oh, okay. I mean, or I guess. Pearl Harbor, one of those. 
Oh, they're yeah, the same movie to me. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. You're right. They are. <laughs> I don't. I really don't know which one he was in, but he was in. No, he was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Oops. I fell. It's fine. You're fine. I. He so Matt. The main character of this movie, the guy we're supposed to get behind, he right. his girlfriend broke up with him six months ago or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't quite remember the order of things, but he, I think he finds out that she's engaged. Right. And six mu- yeah, it's like six months later, and then the bagel guy at his dot-com job. It's just a bagel which, guy who conveniently LOL. delivers bagels to both his job and his ex-girlfriend's job. Mm-hmm. Which, knows that she like went to Europe and got came back engaged. Yeah, because they were having him. the party at the restaurant or whatever where she works. Uh, right before he he was delivering bagels to the website designer it was a, office. It was a dot com job. Yeah, so they said oh, dot com oh, at some point, and I was just like, wow, was. this movie is very two thousand. This movie came out in two thousand two, and you better believe both of the leads have jobs working for the internet. Oh, Josh Hartnett's yeah. character designs websites. Yeah, and then the love interest, um, what's Erica. her name? Erica. She played by Shannon Sossaman. Wait, crap. What's her name? Something like that. Sossaman. Yeah. There you go. She works for Cyber Nanny, um, where she... Which is (laughs) hilarious. She just flags, like, search terms and websites so that kids searching for uh, innocent things, like, like, girl best friends don't come upon websites where it's girls kissing each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very... I I do know. I'm glad you know. I, I do. Because I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was a job. I mean, I guess someone had to do that stuff, right? To make yeah. sure that, uh, that the web, the web. I thought Google did it. Friendly. You just hit the Google safe search button. <laughs> well, somebody had to go and find those things, Shelby. You're right. The, the internet's not that smart. Yeah, they got to flag it. Um, wow, what a film. And by that, I mean, it was, it was bad. Um, oh my God. I just like I cannot get over Josh Hartnett's character like I literally just can't get over his character we haven't even gotten to like the thing that he does he decides instead of dealing with his emotions instead of dealing with his feelings instead of maybe taking a little break and being like do I need to be distracting myself by sleeping with every woman I meet instead he's like I know it's Lent I'm gonna give up sex masturbation any kind of touching and kissing and anything for Lent I'm just going to give it up, going to go 40 days and 40 nights without any kind of sexual contact or masturbation. Sounds easy, right? right? Wait, so, what? like, that sounds so simple. Out of context, sounds so simple. But this movie would have you to believe that is the the literal most difficult (laughs) thing that a man could ever do. It's not just the sex, but going 40 days without masturbating. Which God like forbid. Okay, yeah, maybe you'll get tempted to, like, you maybe will want to masturbate. I'm an adult, so it's like when I want to masturbate, it's like, oh, I can just do that, whatever. <laughs> but, like, for this guy, it's like, oh, it's such an overwhelming, pow- powerful urge that people are like, no, you couldn't possibly go 40 you could days. could not possibly. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I did read in the IMDb trivia that Josh Hartnett tried 
to also be celibate while they were like he tried to do it as like I don't know character research whatever actors am I right yeah um and he only made it like two weeks I don't know if he ended up masturbating after the two weeks or if he ended up having sex after the two we weeks. We should find but out. allegedly we, he only made it two weeks. We definitely have to call him. Um, but first of all, why? <laughs> what incentive does he have, does actual Josh Hartnett have to do that? At least Matt in the movie, Acting. his incentive is... He has to be a method. He actor. wanted to. He wanted. Yeah, he He's wanted to see what truly the Daniel Day Lewis like. of the sex comedy. I'd say <laughs> it's just Hartnett. He he truly truly is. So of course he's in the he's in the middle of this forty day uh you know thing where it turns out that <laughs> finally he has time for hobbies. Right. Yes. <laughs> he can, he and can, he finally can get his work done quickly. Yeah. He's doing work at work. He's putting together and painting model cars. He's doing his laundry. All things he couldn't possibly have done while also thinking about sex. Yes. God forbid. God forbid. And truly, God was in every frame of this movie because he, he truly truly was <laughs> it was based in it's just Catholicism. so funny <laughs> it's so funny to me that he was like able to be productive and stuff like without um doing it like not having sex not masturbating and I'm like are are men really that much less productive than women because we do it all the time Dude. And we also have sex. <laughs> look, so... I don't look, I don't have sex and I don't get anything done. So it's really <laughs> Is that like, <laughs> like the, they're the, not connected. Every time I watch well, like every time I watch movies like this, because clearly whoever wrote this movie was like leaning hard on like stereotypes, right? Like this is the way men's brains work. All they can think about is sex. Like, you know, yeah. they're really they're really leaning into that. And I'm just like, but but why are men considered superior? I don't understand. Uh, if they if that's all they think about, how could they possibly take over the government? I don't understand how I, we have there, so many of these assholes. This movie who would cannot think about anything but sex. It would have you believe that they that men it, it are just really, animals and cannot think about anything else and if they go for too long without sex or masturbating they turn into dogs like and that's yeah. i mean like horny dogs like really horny dogs like the little chihuahua that's like, like humping, humping everyone black. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, it's gross and that's not what men are like And it kind of follows that up with all of the women in the office. So what happens is he gets into this sort of like everyone else in his office um, kind of starts a pool of like, oh, how long is he going to last? And there's thousands of dollars put into this bet um, to to people trying to guess the day that he's actually going to like give up on it. And the women in the office, multiple women try to get him to have sex with them to thwart his plan because right. I guess that's what women are like yeah because obviously one woman actually comes up to him and says look you're withholding sex and that is a power that should only belong to women yeah what uh, uh, yeah I I wrote 
that down because I was very much like, what the fuck? Um, so basically, like the in like what she's implying in that scene is that women withhold sex to gain power. Yeah. Mm, so no. fucked up. That's, I mean, First of all, maybe some do, but that's not a thing. Why that, would uh, anyone care if this guy's like, <laughs> I'm not going to have sex for 40 days? Why would literally anyone give a shit? Literally the fact friends. that his roommate is like, yeah, his, <laughs> his like roommate is like, oh my God, like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, what the, it's not affecting you. Go out and have sex as much as you want. Like, I don't understand why you're bothering this guy. He's just, like, trying to be a little monk in his apartment. Leave him alone. Yeah. What? What? How is it harming you, Paul exactly. Costanza or whatever your name is? <laughs> and the actor who played his friend, his roommate. How is it bothering Ryan. you? Ryan was the character. That your friend. Is, friend right? they're, yeah. They're, they're, but they give him no motivation, like, no reason to actually care about this. It doesn't yeah. affect him at all. He's still bringing yeah, girls until home. Until the end when they start betting. But even the betting is just on him. It's not about them. Yeah. And even his roommate starts using that as a fucking pickup line. Right. He pretends to be celibate so he can get girls to sleep with him. Because he's what? like, oh, I want a deeper connection or whatever. And you're just like, what the fuck? So, of course. <laughs> like, what? Of course, during this sexless time, he meets this amazing girl at the laundromat. She's just so interesting. What is her personality? We don't know. Does she really need one? No, but she has the most 2002 haircut that you could possibly imagine. I wrote that down. I was like, all of this hair, the hairstyles. That she does like at one point when they're out at, at dinner, her hair is it's like sticking out spiky in every direction, and it reminds me of uh, Miranda from uh, from the Lizzie McGuire show. Yes, back when that yes, was a thing. Yes, exactly. She, that's what it reminds me of, and I'm like, oh my god, they really put this poor girl with this hair. It's so stupid. Uh, There's so much stupid stuff in this movie, aside from the main mm-hmm. premise, which is dumb. Um, the yep. beginning where he fakes an orgasm because the girl's like, oh, come with me. Come with me. Are you mm-hmm. ready? And she's going to have an orgasm. And he, like, is too busy having a panic attack. So he doesn't. Right. And then he, like, fakes it really badly. Who mm-hmm. fucking cares? She's like, show me. Show me that you came. Right. <laughs> and he's trying right. to, like, put and he puts, fake like, jizz. Uh, white out. It's super he, glue. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Into the condom to try to fake it. Why? It's not a funny scene. Yeah. It's, it's I think it's supposed it's to be. It's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. It's just Watching stupid. That was, I was cringing the whole time. Why like, would, oh, no. Why would anyone no. care? <laughs> why would anyone care about any yeah. of this? Oh, Even boy. the girl, I'm like, what? if you got your orgasm... Then if he's telling you it's if he's telling you he got his, then just leave it alone. Why are you like? Yeah, or real talk. She should start if if she were real, she'd start feeling really insecure. Like, oh my god, why couldn't I make him come? Was I not listening to him? And like, did I do something wrong? Am I? Is he not attractive enough to me? At least real real life and like my um, experience. Probably yes. Probably like a real person, (laughs) but she was clear clearly just like. A caricature of a human being. She was not. She did not have feelings. That character did not have feelings. It's so stupid. 
so so stupid i hated so much of this movie a lot of, <laughs> i know a lot of it is i re- distinctly remember being in like pff, i don't know like ninth grade or something and some guys in the band in like the school band that i was in like the marching band were talking about like oh that girl's so hot she's such a nice ass i would just like bend her over the couch and like uh. and this movie is basically that as a movie is like <laughs> 14 15 year old guys imagining what would a sex movie be about (laughs) and that's like what it is it's just like (laughs) oh my god like oh god there's just so much like so 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 the character erica the love interest yeah like you said the relationship is very one-dimensional i will say meeting in a laundromat maybe i'm gonna have to start going to a laundromat to meet like boys Mm. i don't know maybe that'll happen after quarantine um could be but it was like kind of cute because you could tell that she was trying to talk to him and he was just like avoiding and that was the one thing that kind of really annoyed me among other things about this movie was that he decided okay I'm not gonna have sex anymore but like you said his motivation wasn't I'm not gonna have sex because I want to like you know get over my ex in a meaningful way or because I want to create more meaningful relationships with women or you know there weren't any real reasons he was kind of just like I'm just gonna give up sex and and we're gonna see where it goes so he just completely avoids living life yeah instead of like going to a bar and actually trying to have a conversation with a woman he chooses to stay home and do his puzzle. Like, right. it's just... No, you nailed it. He doesn't have... his. He stops having sex. He commit. He makes this oath or whatever, spurred on impulsively by the whole thing that he keeps having a panic attack whenever he has sex with women. For some reason, right. he can only stop having sex with random women if he makes some kind of oath that has to do right. with Catholicism. Because, of course, right. there's no other way yeah. to do it. And then, yeah... Just get he, Jesus involved. Right. He doesn't do it because he wants to overcome that problem that he's having. He does it to just avoid the problem. <laughs> exactly. So, like, he's avoiding all these women. And the reason that he doesn't talk to Erica in the laundromat is because he, like, believes that if he starts talking to her, they're going to, they bone. will have sex. They're going to get down <laughs> right there on top of a dryer. He's gonna like bend her over that washing machine and like oh yeah. yeah oh yeah give it to her real good yeah <laughs> just like that just like it I don't like talking <laughs> like this uh, <laughs> at least not for public consumption yeah um, <laughs> we, yeah, we so talk like, like this avoid... in private all the time when Sam and I have well, our yeah, private phone calls you. Yeah. I mean you should see the text messages but. Um, <laughs> so he decides he doesn't want to talk to her but like you can tell she's interested and then eventually he like caves in because i think when she leaves she there they're, she's like same time next week it's or literally like the second time they meet like they he meets her the oh, first yeah. time he doesn't talk to her at all the second time he introduces himself to her and right. immediately they're gonna go on a date <laughs> like, right and, and that's the thing, too, is that the date is kind of cute. They, like, ride the bus together. Yeah, a that's date, a, a little first, adorable. Let me tell you, Sam, a first date, literally the only time you're going to talk to someone on a bus. Because even if you're, like, in love with a person, you're traveling, usually when you're on a bus, you're like, we're not going to, we don't talk to each other on, yeah. in this setting. We can talk we to each other literally anytime. Our... <laughs> exactly. We don't want people to hear our conversations yeah. about... <laughs> 
bumping uglies. Right. That's what people talk about on a bus. Um, That's definitely what pe- the only thing people talk about on the bus. I have not been on a bus in like a couple years. Last time I was on a bus was in Chicago where public transportation exists. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then I moved here. So, um, but their date is really cute. But then they decide, I don't know. Okay, so... They go on this really cute date, and before they before Erica leaves to go meet him, she's talking to her roommate, and she's like, yeah, you should make yourself scarce, because after the date, things are going to, you know... Just in I, case I bring him home. Around. Yeah. Right. And so they go on the date, and obviously he's being celibate, so he doesn't even kiss her. Um, and then it becomes this big thing for her where she's like well we didn't even kiss and like all this stuff which like I get again like you mentioned earlier it could be like an insecurity thing like oh maybe he doesn't like me blah 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 blah. instead of him just being like listen he could have just he would have been so easy made a deal with God right for him to be like hey I know this is weird um and I really didn't expect to meet someone so cool and I really like you and would like to keep seeing you but I have this thing Mm -hmm. where I'm not gonna have sex or do anything sexual for the next 40 days so if you can like I I don't know where things are gonna go I don't want to be like presumptive like maybe things will last that long um like uh, I still want to hang out you know if not during just during this time it's gonna be a few weeks before I I'm actually interested in in taking it to any kind of physical level he literally could have just said that but of course he's not in touch en- like enough with like his thoughts or feelings or anything to do well, because anything also, smart <laughs> I think that boys don't even have the capacity for that language like in this movie <laughs> in this movie yeah I mean I think even in real life so- sometimes like I don't think guys ever actually think I don't know. I feel like women think about it a lot more. Mm. Not to say that guys don't think about it. But I think, like, as soon as girls start dating, they have that language in their back pocket ready to pull it out. Right. Just like, I really like you and I want to get to know you, but, like, nothing's going to happen right now. Like, yeah. Need to, you know, we already, like, it's so programmed into us from a young age. From having to guys, say no like, to people, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's true. So I think um, I think even even more evolved evolved men. I don't even think they get it the same way that women understand it. Um, I, I do. I mean, I hesitate to make any kind of statements where it's like, oh, men do this better or women do this better, because I do right. think it is a very like individual thing, and you have. Like, I've met plenty of women who would just (laughs) avoid that conversation completely. And then I've met men who would be thinking about it constantly, you know? Right. Um, But definitely. Yeah, I'm not trying to overgeneralize. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, I think, I think on average, I feel like because of the way that society is, women tend to already have to, like, if they, okay, let me say this women who are not trying to be physical very like adamantly probably already have like a prepared statement Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like how they're going to approach that situation at least I do I guess I'm a very prepared lady yeah Um, I just pull the paper out of my back pocket (laughs) you read off of it it's your (laughs) insert your name it's a mad I think (laughs) (laughs) it is it's mad libs I'll be like give me an adjective okay two nouns great Um, (laughs) um but yeah I think I feel like I don't like I said I don't want to overgeneralize but in my experience with other ladies that I know they tend to already have that kind of knowledge of how they're going to approach a situation like that especially like after a first date because I know so many people who like 
I know people who don't even kiss on the first date. And so, like, that's a thing. They yeah. do not want to kiss on the first date. So they already kind of have that awareness. And I don't think it's all that weird to not kiss on the first date. But if you, you know, if the vibe is off or whatever and you, I don't know. Because the end of that date was just so weird. I would have been, honestly, if I was her, I would have been thrown off a little bit too that he didn't kiss me. You know what it reminded me of? Because he not only what? didn't kiss her and he then high-fived her and then he fell down which is like (laughs) oh my god so funny but it reminded me of you remember our friend Lexi was on the podcast when we did the episode of he's just not that into you and she told a story about a guy who rode like a Vespa or a scooter or something and he fell off of it while she was watching and she just felt so like embarrassed for him Mm -hmm. that's what it reminded Mm -hmm. me of because constantly I was like after that after the end of that date where things are really weird and then she finds out through her work on this website that uh, he has this oath of celibacy that a bunch of people are betting on and now she thinks she's somehow part of this bet. Um, right. Why would she ever talk to him again? Just like, True. I, I probably <laughs> wouldn't if I'm being honest. No. I probably uh, would because I'm always like, but what if, but what if it is what he says? I'm too gullible. I really am. But <laughs> and that's why we love you. Yeah, but he, but she really should have just stopped talking to him, I think. But she doesn't. Instead, uh, they hang out with Ken and have mm-hmm. sex with a flower. Let us explain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, guys. I saw this movie for the first time, and I was texting Shelby because I hated it. And then that scene happened, and I was like, did they just fuck with a flower? I'm so confused. Sam, this is iconic. I I believe that this is the most, like, iconic part of this movie. Like, it is, like, the part that stuck with me most. I do vaguely remember this being, like, a topic, but I didn't know that it was this movie it must have won like a teen choice award or something cute um i don't know yeah but he brings her an orchid and then he's trying to explain his his thing um and then she starts touching him with she like brushes the orchid against his face that's cute and then they just start like, and they're like, can we agree that this isn't breaking your oath? Just like, we're not, tu- we're not like touching each other. We're just touching each other with a flower. So right. then he keeps, they take their clothes off, which I mm-hmm. guess that wasn't built into the oath. Um, <laughs> we didn't say anything about naked not no. touching. <laughs> and, and he, and he rubs the flower on her. She's still got her underwear on. There's an orchid petal that he just blows down her belly and down right. over her pubis. And she has an <laughs> orgasm. Okay, Dr. Shelby. Look, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. What do you want me to call it? I don't either. I, I was waiting to see what word you were going to use. Panty being area. <laughs> I think pubis. Her private is, parts. Her private parts. Pubis. First of all, the orchid. The main part of the orchid is just lying across her breasts, lying across her nipples, covering them up. <laughs> yeah. For this movie, and then, <laughs> and then he just blows a single petal down her body, and she comes hard, and um. She said, "Never say that." Again. She, oh my God, she comes so hard, 
And then she says, I wasn't supposed to do that, was I? Which, what another, like, male fantasy that all you have to do is blow an orchid petal down her her body and she'll have an orgasm. Look, it Mm -hmm. takes a little more effort than that, fellas. It's a little more complex down there. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's moments like these where you're like, yeah, man definitely wrote this movie. A man did write this movie, yeah. It did, I checked. Um, I knew it, but I also checked to make sure Sam, possibly a man who's never talked to any women or possibly any other men either ever in his life. Well, that was the thing. I was like, you know what? A man, that was my first thought. I was it, literally like within five minutes of this movie. I was like, a man definitely wrote this movie and he didn't have input from a single woman in the entire world. Not even his like neighbor. Nobody gave input to any of right. this. And it's so obvious oh. from like the first two seconds. The sweetest thing. That's another sex comedy. <laughs> What movie is that? That's with Cameron Diaz. um, And like, for some reason, my mind is putting in Aaron Eckhart. I wonder if that's who it was. But it was it was it's just like a sex comedy where she goes on a trip to meet this guy. And it turns out he's getting married. It's it's we'll watch it at some point, I'm sure. Oh, 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 I vaguely. okay. I know what you're talking about. I believe I saw it in theaters as a as a child. So. Oh, as a child or as a teen? As a child. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. You saw this as a child too? No. This, I think I, before, I think before um, I watched it for this podcast, I had only seen it like on TV. Um, Ah, yes. So I probably didn't even get the full effect, but I definitely watched the whole thing on TV like when I was 13, 14, something like that. Oh gotcha. boy. Oh boy. What else to say about this <sighs> movie? Well, things just So many things. Maggie Gyllenhaal Ooh, can is I give in you, it. Can I give you my favorite line? Yes, please. Okay. Um because I immediately wrote this line down and then underneath wrote no one talks like this. <laughs> um it's the <laughs> it's the scene where um the quote unquote hot girl from the office is sitting on the printer. Yes. And she's talking about like getting a cat or something and she says like do you like pussy cats, Matt? And I'm like Ew! It's so no. obvious that if False. someone said that, it, she's like being sexy and flirtatious, right? Like, and but the thing is, if anyone spoke the way she was speaking to him in the office, like mm-hmm. you would just start cracking up because it's so You'd ridiculous. Be like, this, someone's trying to punk me right she's now. Literally, like, that's what I would think. I'm like, someone's fucking with me, and I don't know who. Sitting there for some reason, everyone in this office wears fishnets. Why? All the women wear fishnets. Look, that's not. That's what I was gonna say too. I was like, is there no HR? Like, who is responsible for their clothing? I don't know. First of all, okay, it is a web a web development thing. So the thing is, they probably like. It's hard to even for women to even get a job in that industry because people are like sexist as fuck. But yeah, like everyone's wearing fishnets. People are, there was one part where a guy was like, put his face up to a girl's butt, like the boss did, because he oh, yeah. also decided to take an oath to, because he but thought they, it like, would. put Viagra or something in his. They slipped him Viagra, and it's this whole other subplot where Josh Hart's, it's Hartnett. It's too complicated. 
listens to his boss jerk off in the bathroom and why Mm -hmm. why what an experience why why (laughs) she doesn't you're right in that scene that's toward the beginning like when he first Mm -hmm. makes the oath what I thought was good was that she's sitting on the photocopier and she just photocopies a picture of her ass and then writes her phone number on it which I'm like that is I was like that's actually hilarious that was the funniest thing anyone did in this movie is writing her phone number (laughs) it's like here's my phone number and in case you forget this is what my ass looks like exactly yeah that was literally I I did love that the best thing about this movie Oh my, my whole God. thing though with this, what confuses me is so back to plot wise, right? So his girlfriend breaks up with him and they've been broken up for six months and he apparently went sex crazy. Yeah. But like you would think that this guy can barely leave the house without having sex with a random woman like even during his relationship like was he even faithful in his relationship right because it's clear that he literally cannot even go like a couple hours without being like oh my god boobs oh my god ah." you know like I just there's the scene where he goes to the Starbucks or whatever and he's like there were 46 breasts or something or 46 (laughs) pairs of breasts or something I don't know what the hell he says and I'm like it's almost like Rain Man level, like, he seeks, like, his brain immediately seeks out sex where it does not exist. I know. Maybe we should have had a man on this uh, podcast oh, to, to ask them if that's what it's really like. But then again... I really hope that it's not like that, because that seems exhausting. I think um. I think that, that, that some people will say that it is like that, and I think that's an excuse. I think that they're just playing into the stereotype and it is mm-hmm. it's good for them because it means they don't have to take responsibility for their actions or control themselves right. because they can just blame it on their penis and yeah. that and it's, it on the penis. it's stupid it the whole idea it sells men short I like men I think they can be great and I don't know why you would put them as, yeah. into this little box where all they think about is sex yeah. all the time how horrible is that toxic yeah. toxic masculinity abounds in this yeah. film and oh, so toxic. it doesn't stop there because it doesn't. Um, I guess we should get into the trigger warning now. Trigger warning. Check the info, the episode info. Um, if you don't want to hear about the things that we listen in there, if you're, that's not a topic that you're comfortable hearing us discuss, um, then the rest of the episode, probably not for you. Thank you for sticking around with us for this long. Don't watch 40 Days and 40 Nights. Anyway, so he almost so. gets through it, right? But through a fun... Literally, like, two minutes what a f- down to midnight. What a fun series and of events where his ex-girlfriend and her fiancé break up. And she's mm-hmm. popped up a couple times throughout the movie. They break up. She right. runs to him, and then he's standing up for himself and being like... Which I guess is just saying, I don't want to have sex with you. And right. um, she thinks it's really hot. So right before he's his 40 days are over, she goes, puts a bet in for $3,500 yep. for that day. And mm-hmm. then she walks into his apartment where he left the door open. He's so worried he's going to touch himself or do something that he has his roommate handcuff him to the headboard. 
Right. He's handcuffed there. And he's expecting Erica, the new the new love interest, to just to come, come at by midnight. at midnight, right? And then they were going to finally do all of the things they've been wanting to do for the past 40 days. Yeah, all the things we heard so much about because she was in um, a great deal of this movie. No, I'm just kidding. Erica was barely in it. Um, Instead, his ex-girlfriend comes, uh, Nicole, I think was her name, and literally rapes him. Like, he is Mm -hmm. asleep. He is handcuffed to the bed. it's almost like a, he's in like, almost like a drug, he's not on drugs. He's in like a fever dream. It, it's almost dream. like a drug, yeah, it's like a fever dream where he's handcuffed to the bed, he's so worried that he's not going to make it, right? So he just like falls asleep and then dreams about flying through boobs and dreams that he is seeing Erica. Yeah. Um, And that she's saying these things to him when in reality... Nicole is literally on top, is on of, top him, of him, writing him, yep. and mm-hmm. he is not conscious. He did not consent nope. to this. Nope. Uh, and then nope. she walks out. Erica walks in. Uh, well, she walks out. He's like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> Which I don't mm. know. She wasn't a real person either. Nicole had no, no, like, what was her, why were they even happy together for so long? I don't. I have no idea. I think it's just... Honestly, she seemed horrible. Like, the little bit of her personality that they wrote seemed awful. It was just, like... I think what they wanted us to believe was that she was so hot, so beautiful, so sexy, that nothing else mattered. So he felt this intense connection with her, not because they had an intense connection, but because he was intensely attracted to her, because she's just so gorgeous. Right. Right. Whatever. Obvi. That's how life works. Um, Erica, after every after that weird first date, after finding out about this oath, after she finds out that he's doing it because of his ex-girlfriend, after right. all of that... Meeting sh- the ex-girlfriend right. and realizing he's not really over her. After all of that, she comes mm-hmm. in and sees him handcuffed to a headboard, Somehow still fully dressed. I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess she just, I guess like Nicole just like kept his boxers on. I, whatever. Yeah. She sees, knows what, like knows what's happened and let and leaves. She's because like, she, she sees Nicole coming out of the apartment right. when she's trying to go in. And then when she comes in, he's half naked. So she immediately jumps to, he has cheated on me with his ex-girlfriend and guess what and i must leave no one contradicts that at any point absolutely no one even when they're trying to explain it his roommate ryan or whatever is like oh i can tell erica that i invited nicole over um Mm -hmm. so she was just there or it was like a Mm -hmm. misunderstanding or something i don't know but how would that help it wouldn't. I mean, in his initial response when when Erica walks in is, I thought she was you. Yeah. Like, I think he says something about, like, I was half asleep and I thought she was you or something yeah, like I was that. Yeah, I was asleep. I thought she was you. But it's just, it's so, like, first of all, did this movie take a turn? It was already bad. And then <laughs> I was like, not only were they betting on him, but she literally rigged the bet by raping him. Yeah. 
to win the money. Yeah. She and it's just like it's so fucked up. And there were no consequences for her at she all. She does just like not, left and got her money. She doesn't show Bye. up ever again. She does not come back in the movie yeah. for the rest yeah. of it. And then he comes makes who cares what happens to the rest of the movie because it's not you know based in any kind of reality none of it is but even it doesn't even follow the story because he just goes 10 days later and apologizes to um erica Erica. like or whatever he doesn't even explain to her what happened i think he just like is saying like oh i was doing this because of for the wrong reasons and blah blah blah. which i Mm -hmm. wonder they say 10 days have gone by what was he was he obsessed with sex during those 10 days like or was he just having sex with everyone during those 10 days too Oh, I just like it's so it's so yikes. It's it's so stupid. So it's all the yikes. He I'm so upset that this movie got made like and because he he literally only has a change of heart and only comes to his senses after in story he's been raped by his ex-girlfriend. And that is so fucked up. Right. I can't. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and they don't even, like, they don't even draw attention to it. Because, like you said, he doesn't, like, it's never actually explained. Mm-mm. And so you're just, like, it, it just, if I was a young teen watching this in the early 2000s, I would have been so confused. Like, so confused. Uh, as to yeah. what the fuck the end of this movie is I, I mean i'm confused now and i'm an adult but like especially in the early 2000s i would have been like well first of all every woman in this movie is supermodel gorgeous um right whereas the guys just look like normal people which of course of course that's what happens Obby. so i think that this movie first of all because of the sense of humor it seems like it was made for young teens because right. even though it's rated R, I don't think it has an mm-hmm. appeal to actual adults. I think that the humor right. and the weird concept of sex, it's all based in like ide- like a kid's idea of what, like a 13-year-old's idea of what sex is like for adults, right? And it's got yeah. a 13 ide- 13-year-old's idea of what men are like and what women are like. A 13-year-old boy, because like the women are nothing. They're just like blank, blank sexy slates you know like that's nothing and it's i think that's so sexy slates i'm sorry that's (laughs) fantastic it's so fucked up to i think it's irresponsible to make this movie with this childish humor like aimed at kids with all with this like fucked up uh view of sex of men and women and and of catholicism i guess yeah (laughs) There's just a whole lot of bad going on in this movie. Just, just like, too much bad. I think this might be there, my most hated movie that we've watched. I think it might be mine, too. Yeah. Because I remember you very much did not like The Invention of Lying. Oh, I would definitely watch that again before I watch this. Before I watch this. Yeah, and, you know, it's so weird because, like, it... it this concept so this concept could have been good yeah the idea that in order to get over 
a relationship with an ex that a guy decides he's not going to have sex with women anymore. Right. But just the execution in it is so bad. Yeah. Like, I would actually love to remake this movie and, like, make it good. Because I think there is a lot of... I think there's a lot of comedy potential. I think there's a lot of... Like, just the idea... Like, not make it as sex-crazed, obviously. Because it just... Like, that wasn't funny. I think they just made those... Like, all of the sex jokes... Um, because they thought they were funny. Yeah, and I like actually, Yeah, and I actually... Um, oh, wait, hold on. Let's make sure I got it. I screenshotted uh, a review from the Rolling Stone on this movie, and my favorite line um, is the last one. And it says, Yup, director Michael Lehman, far from the glory days of Heathers, has made a movie about a hard-on in which he relentlessly pounds a flaccid premise. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. And I'm like, yes. Like, this movie is the epitome <laughs> of just a 13-year-old boy's... Like, humping a pillow. Erection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's just the erection. Just like, the it's erect- just a 13-year-old boy's Sam, we can't keep like, talking about 13-year-old boy's <laughs> erections on this podcast. <laughs> I'm talking about it in the sense that I don't want to see it. Yeah. That's what I'm comparing this movie to. I don't want to see this movie again. Yeah. Just like I never want to see a 13-year-old boy's But people liked erection. it. I remember Just people, never. I remember in 2002 or whatever, people thought it was funny. Like, like kids did. You know, other people uh, I was, I went to school with thought it was funny. So, yeah, it's like, ugh, ugh. It makes me sick to think about it's just it's just it's just i'm gonna leave it at that it's just it's a lot of things none of which are good well um let me ask you this was there anything that you related to in the movie hmm well um erica's roommate's name was sam yep <laughs> i knew that's you what were i related like to that. That was Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's what I related to. That's all I related to. I noticed her character was only there to for as like a a mouthpiece for what the writer wanted Erica to be feeling. So like Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah. like Sam at, at one point told told Erica one thing and then later told her a different thing because it's like, oh, right. Erica needs a reason to change her mind. The only reason she would change right. her mind is because her, her roommate told her to. <laughs> it's like so stupid. That's the only way I make decisions. Yeah. It's when my roommate tells me. Overall. Um, and I live alone, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're your own roommate. I am. Overall, I think this was a, a bad movie that's just a collection of poorly thought out sex jokes that culminates Mm -hmm. in a rape because they didn't think that the audience would forgive or empathize with Josh Hartnett's character if he purposely had sex with someone else or if he consensually had sex with someone else they wouldn't forgive him and think that he deserves uh, a happy ending Right. But she does get, they get together at the end and they have sex right. for like four days straight or something. It's just like, get get better writers, I guess. Um, if you don't, if the only way that you can get a point, get a plot point in that, you know, ends the story is to have one of the characters get raped, um, maybe it's just not. Yeah. Just don't do it. Think more about what you're doing. 
Because even as I was watching this, I was like, okay, what are the other reasons he could have had for breaking the... He could have, like... I mean... He could have jerked off just masturbated. Yeah, exactly. He could have just jerked off in his sleep or whatever. He could have just, like... What if he had a wet dream? Is that... Does that count? Why did this movie... I have... I'm asking the hard questions. Why didn't this movie mention at all the concept of wet dreams? Not once were they mentioned. You're right. He woke up at one point with an erection and then he put ice in a blender and he put that yeah he poured ice like he poured a slushy down down his his pants pants. right which from what Um, i know is the quickest way to get rid of an erection (laughs) from your personal experience i did a study Uh, a sleep study i mean (laughs) yeah um because it also yeah you know what that that i think they couldn't they couldn't enter the possibility of wet dreams because he wouldn't have lasted i feel like he probably because he's so sex crazed that he can't even like get on a bus without imagining a woman taking her top off yeah um that he probably had dreams every fucking night every fucking night he woke up with a mess in his pants you know what i mean yeah so they couldn't have done that because then it would have ruined the world of the movie. But maybe we should have ruined. Let's just ruin this world. I mean, that the world, the world is already it. bad and stupid in it. It's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. So, I don't know. It got a thumbs down from me. Yeah, definitely. Zero stars. Zero stars. Two thumbs down. Two toe thumbs mm-hmm. down. That's what they're called, right? Two, yeah. Okay. Toe thumbs. Every yep. thumb I have is, is pointing down. <laughs> Every thumb in my apartment is pointing down. So I mean, yeah, because it it comes down to it. There, the romance was only it was based around a couple conversations, and really the only reason that they that we could see that they had a connection is because Josh Hartnett's character kept saying that they had a connection. Like otherwise, you right. There, it, you know, if you saw people just, like, talking I the mean, way where it's, like, whatever. I definitely think their chemistry, like, their the movie chemistry was there. Yeah. I definitely see that part, but it definitely, we, you don't get proof of a connection. You just kind of get, yeah, they have good chemistry, like, which is hard, because I've yeah. seen so many romance movies where the leads have zero chemistry, and I'm like, this is why we do chemistry reads. This is why you need to know whether or not these two people can actually sell that they're in love. But um, but yeah, so they ha- they definitely had that like that really good, easy vibe between them. But you're right, there was no like we didn't get the romance built into it. We didn't get because this movie was just about sex. Like that's it. It was about sex. Yeah, and it we can't even honestly. I'm not even gonna call it a sex com because it wasn't that funny. So Ooh, dang. Burn. <laughs> That's the official review from the rom complex. Bow, 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 bow. We're coming for you. <laughs> That's my new <laughs> soundbite, I guess. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh. I love the uh, air horns. Thank sound. you. Thank you. Oh wow. Well, we that was a ride. Thank God I never have to watch that movie again. I know. Truly. I will watch more sex comms, though I think I'm past the age where they're interesting in any way. But yeah. maybe there are still ones out there that have enough other stuff that I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe. Or like, yeah, sex is funny sometimes. So, because it, it is. 
Certainly. I'm trying to like think. I'm trying to think of something, but it's nothing's coming to mind. But I'm sure that's out there. Oh. Like a funny sex movie is what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> no, they're there. I don't know. Girls Trip had some funny sex stuff. That's true. Um That's anyway. such a funny movie. That is a funny movie. Don't uh, don't oh. don't believe I know on Netflix uh 40 days and 40 nights is one of the, like the highest rated like rom-com in the rom-com section yeah don't believe that don't believe it it's bad um it's a bad movie don't watch it just don't watch it Mm-mm. i gave it a thumbs down i never vote for movies on netflix <laughs> i never i never rate them shelby i never rate them and i gave this one a thumbs down I, because that's how much i hated this movie i for, i like didn't even know that was an option to do yep <laughs> I wanted to give it, like, one star, but stars weren't an option. It was just a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Wow. The, you, you used to be able to rate things with stars on Netflix. Yeah. But. Back in my day, we could rate things with a star on Netflix. Now it's just thumb up or thumb down. But what if I want a side thumb or a thumb pointing slightly up but not all the way? I can't do okay, it. Okay, Grandma, we got to give you your medicine now. <laughs> She's on the phone with the Netflix support, customer support. <laughs> Can you take down No, she's just talking at her computer. I, she's just talking, right. like, at the TV. Right down on Netflix. She's trying to use it as a touch screen. Or she takes a Post-it note, draws five stars on, or four stars on something, and is like... Four yeah. stars, thumbs mm-hmm. up. It doesn't give me mm-hmm. enough detail. Anyway. <laughs> oh, gosh. What a, what a fun ride. time. What a fun time, mm-hmm. despite this horrible movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for chatting with me about it. Thank you for chatting with me about it. I'm glad you I ha- hated it as much as I did, because that would have been me? awkward. <laughs> it would have been super awkward. I would have been like, Shelby, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> If you didn't agree with my opinion. But I'm glad you agree with my opinion. Oh, yeah. um, guys, if you agree with our opinion, uh, send us an email. TheRomComplex at gmail.com. Or uh, if you have any other sex comms that are actually decent and not trash, uh, give us those recommendations. Yeah. Because we'd love to watch another sex com that isn't trash. Or just like um, raunchy. Make sure. You know, raunchy comedy. Yeah, I do love a, I do love a good raunchy film because um, stuff could be raunchy and well. romantic mm-hmm. so um make sure do follow us make sure instagram do. and twitter make sure do make sure do follow us uh instagram and twitter at the rom complex and keep falling in love with yourself bye, bye. bye. Bow, 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 bow. We're coming for you.